to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to the Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Today, I am counting down the 10 biggest moments from the show in 2022. This year, we've had some really good guests, both celebrities and experts. And I've heard from so many of you about what topics resonate with you and what you want to hear more about. We've had some huge moments off air this year. Like the podcast studio survived a tropical storm. And our producer won a Latin Grammy for an album he made with Mark Anthony. And the show got some amazing press this year, too. Our episode with Brooke Shields was featured on Fox News and picked up by hundreds of media outlets. And People Magazine shared quotes from our episode with Kevin Hart. The most popular episodes this year seem to center around setting limits with people who treat you poorly, dealing with mistakes, overcoming shame, and working through uncomfortable emotions. As I was looking through which episodes were ranked the highest, I found a few takeaways. One is that you all want to heal from your past. Another one is that you recognize that you need a healthy support team to do that. And you're well aware that the healing process can be painful. But it also looks like you know that healing can be worth it because healing from your pain can help you grow mentally stronger. So let's get to it. Here are the top 10 biggest moments from 2022. Number 10, how to stop self-destructive behavior with actor Ethan Suplee. Episode number 199 starred Ethan Suplee, whom you might know from movies like Remember the Titans or The Wolf of Wall Street or the TV show My Name is Earl. Ethan battled a weight problem for most of his life. And in recent years, he lost hundreds of pounds and got in great shape. It wasn't until I started listening to his podcast, which is called American Glutton, that I learned that he had also struggled with drugs and alcohol. In fact, at one point, he thought he was going to die. In this episode, he talked about the challenges that he faced as he got into recovery and when he started losing weight. He had to treat his addictions very differently, though. Like, he knows he can't drink alcohol or use drugs in moderation. He had to give them up completely. But he couldn't do that with food, obviously. He had to learn how to eat in moderation. The most powerful moment in this episode was when he shared how he overcame self-hatred and self-destructive behavior. He's a prime example of someone who looks really successful on the outside in terms of his acting career. But for a long time, he was silently struggling with battles that most people knew nothing about. Number nine was a Friday Fix episode called How to Journal to Build Mental Strength. It was episode 143 where I shared what to write in a journal if you want to grow mentally stronger. This came about because I kept getting emails from so many listeners who said, I want a journal, but I have no idea what to write. A lot of our guests said journaling is one thing that helps them grow mentally stronger. But there are lots of different ways to journal. And putting something on paper can help you make sense of the things that are swirling around in your brain. It can also help you sort out things and look at problems from a different angle. But as a therapist, I happen to know that if you're not careful, journaling might also keep you rehashing the same things and dwelling on uncomfortable emotions. 
So I created this episode to share ideas of how you can use journaling to build mental strength and move forward. And I've heard from so many of you who said that you're now journaling and you're feeling mentally stronger than before. Number eight was our episode with Kevin Hart, Monsters and How to Tame Them. This is episode number 217, and I got to talk to the amazing Kevin Hart. He was in the middle of this huge international comedy tour, but in between touring the planet and starring in dozens of commercials and movies and hosting his own podcast, he created the time to be on our show to talk about his Audible original book called Monsters and How to Tame Them. I'm always a little nervous, though, to hear mental health advice from celebrities. Like, sometimes they give tips that just don't relate to the average person. Like when someone with a full-time nanny offers advice on time management. But Kevin's book was relatable, even if you can't relate to his lifestyle. In the episode, he shows how he struggles with the same fears and unhelpful ways of thinking as everyone else. And he does a great job discussing these universal problems that all of us experience. And since he's a comedian, he made his book and the episode pretty funny. He shares some stories about himself that are ridiculous, yet it's things that we've all likely done before. Number seven was The Power of Regret with best-selling author Daniel Pink. It was episode 142, and I talked to New York Times best-selling author Daniel Pink about his latest book, which happens to be called The Power of Regret. I've been a fan of his writing for a long time. Like, he does a great job of mixing research with stories that can help you see that regrets aren't all bad. That's important right now because you see a lot of social media memes that say things like, no regrets. Like, regretting something is bad. It's not. The big moment here was when Dan makes it clear that it's healthy to have regrets. And if we process them appropriately, they can make our lives better. So if you struggle with a regret in your life about a decision that you made, or maybe a decision you didn't make, check out this episode. Number six, the extraordinary gift of being ordinary with Harvard professor Ronald Siegel. Episode 191 featured Ronald Siegel. And although his message is that it's okay to be ordinary, he happens to be a Harvard professor, which makes him sound like he's extraordinary, and that he's just telling everyone else it's fine if you're just ordinary. But I promise if you listen to this episode, you'll see things differently. He's this really down-to-earth guy, and if you met him on the street, you'd likely make an instant connection with him. His book, which is also called The Extraordinary Gift of Being Ordinary, explains our misguided notion that the next achievement is all we need to finally feel like we're good enough. That strategy only gives us momentary relief. And almost immediately, we feel like we have to climb another mountain to prove to ourselves and the rest of the world that we're good enough. In this episode, he gives really good highlights from the book, including an exercise that can help you see what sort of unhelpful things you might be using to build your self-worth. I heard from so many of you who said that you got great relief from this message. Number five was a Friday fix called Seven Reasons You Let People Mistreat You. It's episode 190, and I shared the top reasons why we allow people to disrespect us, violate our trust, or cross our boundaries. I got tons of feedback from listeners who said this episode gave them an aha moment. They realized that they were allowing people to mistreat them, not because they're being kind, but because they had low self-esteem. But that's just one possible reason why you might let people mistreat you. Understanding all the reasons might help you develop a plan for change. So if you let people mistreat you, I highly recommend you go give episode 190 a listen. Number four is a Friday fix called How to Look for the Good in Life. 
It's episode 185, and I share some strategies for looking for the good. So many of you had told me over time that you didn't want to be toxically positive, but you wanted to look for the good, but you were kind of afraid to do that. So I created this episode to explain how to look for the good in a healthy way. Number three was a Friday fix called Five Boundary Mistakes to Avoid. Our third most popular episode of the year was episode 189 when we talked about boundaries. This episode came about because I was hearing a lot of misconceptions about boundaries. In fact, boundary setting has become this buzzword that trends on social media, but there's some really unhealthy advice floating around about how to set boundaries and how to stick to them. So in this episode, I shared how to avoid common boundary setting mistakes, like setting a boundary with the intention of making someone else change. Number two was a Friday fix about what to do when you're emotionally exhausted. Episode 183 was the second most popular episode of the year, and I think it sums up what so many people were feeling. There was a lot of really bad news this year. And it was a time when people were originally hopeful that the pandemic would end and things would be wonderful. But to a lot of people, it felt like there were just multiple crises happening all at once and it felt never ending. So I created this episode to help anyone who might be feeling emotionally exhausted. And based on how many people listened to it, I learned that the majority of our listeners were feeling this way too. Our top episode of the year was called Break Free from Shame with actor and TV host Terry Crews. This was by far our most listened to episode. It was when I talked to Terry Crews about his book called Tough. It's an excellent book where he shares how he worked hard to develop a tough exterior to cover up his pain for most of his life. Ultimately, he developed an addiction to pornography, which led to a lot of shame. The only way he was able to break free was to get help for a problem, something that he'd worked hard to keep a secret for so long. If you struggle with shame over anything in your life, I think you relate to Terry's story and the strategies that he's used to overcome shame. He's a great example of someone who's really well-respected and loved by so many people, and he opens up and shares some pretty unflattering things. But despite sharing those things, I guarantee when you listen to the episode, you'll like him even more. So those are the top 10 episodes of the year. I'll link to each of those episodes on our official show notes page, which you can find at verywellmind.com podcast. And I just want to take a minute to thank everybody who has tuned into our show this year, who's left us a rating or a review, and who sent me your questions, ideas, and guest suggestions. It has been amazing to see this podcast grow, and I can't wait to show you what we have lined up for 2023. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.